Welcome to the Weight Loss Navigation Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Gaither, and this is the podcast for those who want to reach their weight loss goals once and for all without feeling frustrated, guilty, or confused. Together, we find what tools work best for you personally and also what will help you feel happy, upbeat, motivated, and in control. Subscribe now and let's help get you to your goal, but also to help you enjoy the journey starting now. Hello and welcome. My name is Carrie Gaither and this is the free training all about three different ways to lose even when you're not feeling motivated. So when it comes down to it, weight loss is very simple. Calories in, calories out. When you consistently intake less calories than you burn, you're consistently going to see the scale starting to move downward or the opposite works in the other direction. We all know this. We all understand the basic concepts. And while we know it is simple, it is not easy. There's a big difference between simple and easy. One of the things that stays in the way when you're trying to lose and you know you know how to lose, but you just can't seem to get it on track and get everything in order is your time. So when you are dealing with things like work, family, friends, obligations, stresses, even when it's good stuff and it's just you socializing with friends and family, it still creates a pocket of time where you have obligations, you have priorities, and you aren't able to put that time towards thinking through your calories. How many calories did I eat so far today? How many calories am I going to eat later? What am I going to eat later? So I can balance it out with what I'm going to eat now. There's so much when it comes to your daily routine and the time frame that you are, you know, dealt in the midst of everything else that you have to deal with that has a big impact on your overall weight. So that is one of the things that you have to tend to work around. And one of the reasons that weight loss is not as simple as it might seem at first. Anyone who also is dealing with anything that is taking up a lot of your energy and all of these things that I mentioned in the time factor also contribute to the amount of energy that you have. You have a certain amount of energy to, you know, give of yourself every single day when you get out of bed. Most of the time for a lot of us, others tend to come first. If you're a parent, your children, they have to come first. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Kids are not going to wait. If you are dealing maybe with your elderly parents or you're helping some siblings or some friends or neighbors or whatever it might be, There are others that we tend to put before ourselves. And there's a reason it's, you know, when we're helping others, it always is kind of like, okay, it's a, it's a set timeframe. Again, it's like this person needs this at this time. There's no waiting. There's no reshifting that. So our priorities tend to take a backseat. The things that we know that we want to do for ourselves always tends to get put on the back burner. It ends up being the thing that you can, the one ball out of all the balls that you're juggling that you can drop. That one can be like, you know what? Let me toss that to the ground, give myself the extra bandwidth to deal with, again, work, family, friends, everything else that you have as a priority. Also, when it comes to the efforts that you need to expend, sometimes it's just you're not up for it. Honestly, you could have a little bit of time at the end of your day left or little increments of time here and there throughout your day, but it's just not something that you are set up to be ready 
in that exact moment. You didn't know you had 20 minutes that are available to you in order to figure out how to be the most effective in those 20 minutes to contribute to your weight loss. So it can be complex where, you know, it's not pre, if you're, if you haven't pre-thought it out, if you haven't, you know, implemented a plan and set it up, it can be very frustrating. So the simplicity, even though it sounds so simple of calories in, calories out, it really isn't when it comes to actually implementing it into your day. It's not straightforward. It's, you know, very effective when you are able to get these things pre-thought, but it's not as easy when you have energy to, to give and you know that it has to go in so many other places first. And again, these other areas are going to be, tend to be more demanding. They are, you know, time set into your day in certain times and ways that you can't just drop that ball. And again, you're going to feel that sense of obligation that you want to make sure that others are okay first before you go feeling maybe selfish by taking care of yourself. So when you finally do have a few minutes, maybe thinking to yourself, you know what, I don't know when my next few minutes is going to come. I don't know when my next bout of extra, you know, supplemental additional above and beyond energy is going to be there. And you know that with weight loss, it has to be a consistent day in and day out thing and not being sure if this is going to happen again tomorrow and the next day and the next day, you might not be willing to put forth the effort in a little bit of extra time and with a little bit of extra energy that you have to put it towards yourself and your weight loss. Finally, motivation. So that is, of course, what we're talking about in this particular training, all about motivation. So motivation, your brain actually works in a special way. It works in a lot of special ways. But one of the special ways that it works is it actually sets you up to protect you from whatever that it knows that it can extrapolate from any information that it's given. It tries to pull that information together and organize it and then churn it back out to you in a way that's helpful. So how does it work? In the sense when it comes to when you go to do something, anytime that you've done something in the past that's similar, as soon as you go to do it, your brain automatically kind of reaches back into its files and, you know, rifles through and it's like, oh, this, 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 this is all pertinent data and information. For example, when you go to drive, when you go to get in the car, maybe one time you got in the car, you didn't put on your seatbelt, you got in an accident, your face, you know, smashed into the steering wheel, you got really hurt. From that moment forward, every time you go to get in a vehicle, your brain is going to remember that particular instance. It's going to go back through its files and go, okay, we're about to drive. Let me think about the last time that I drove. Oh, that happened. Let's not do that again. Let's make sure to put our seatbelt on. And in the same way, it's trying to protect you by re-bringing up this information and by, you know, reminding you of these memories. Now, in the same way, it can also work against you when it comes to your motivation for losing weight, because maybe if you've tried losing in the past or you've started to lose in the past, but then you've gotten off track and you've gotten a little frustrated or, you know, something went awry, whatever it might be, every time you go to sit down and start to implement this process again, your brain remembers, okay, well, this time you tried this diet, it didn't work. This time you tried this program, it didn't work. This time you got really far, but then you turn around and and things got off track and you gained it all back. You shouldn't even bother. You shouldn't even go there. Again, your mind doesn't realize that what you're trying to do is something that's healthy for you. It's just recognizing patterns and it's reminding you of these things, not realizing it's going to cause probably an emotional state that is very frustrating. But again, this is all stuff that then turns around and affects your motivation. 
don't worry, it's normal. It can also, again, as far as, you know, affecting your motivation, you can feel maybe a little selfish by putting yourself first. You can be frustrated by the fact that you know you need to keep consistent. And if your schedule is constantly all over the place and you're not sure how to put things perfectly into a day every single day, you're not quite sure if it's going to work out. Maybe you just have confusion. Maybe it's just a matter of, hey, I've tried this. I've tried that. This worked a little. That didn't really work at all. I hear that my friend has really great success on this diet, but my other friend has great success on this exact opposite diet. Maybe you're just confused. And again, you don't have the energy to say, let me sit down and figure out what's best for me. Trial and error. It feels overwhelming. So all of these outside factors can cause a lot of frustration and can tend to get you really off track and just constantly putting off the goal of weight loss. I'm sure that it's something that's been on your to-do list. Maybe you've made some progress. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you're making progress now, but it's not very fast or you start to make progress and then you start to go back up again as soon as things get a little out of whack and you can just use some help. So that is why I am here. And that is why I'm going through this training today, just to give you a couple extra tips and make sure that you are you know, armed with a little bit of additional tools in your tool belt that will help you move forward and it will do so in a way that's consistent and it's not going to overly affect your time, your energy, or your motivation. So the agenda for this training is to first tell you a little bit more about who I am. And next, I want to go through some of what I call the big basics. <coughs> Excuse me. And that is going to be things that are going to be very helpful to you that, again, are just kind of your baseline, helpful things that you can implement right away. And then next, I'm going to talk a little bit about support and some additional tools and tips that you can use in order to help get the scale moving and why it is so important for you. And then finally, next steps, what I would personally recommend for you to do as far as the next steps, if the person that I described is you from the previous slide. If you're dealing with the frustration of time, consistency, energy, motivation, and you, but you still really, really, really want to change the number on the scale. So first things first, let me introduce myself. I'm Carrie. Very nice to meet you. I have been an entrepreneur my whole life, as well as a digital marketing consultant. I have my own company and also a weight loss coach. I have been a weight loss coach since 2009, and I absolutely love it. It is something that I actually feel really, really good when I help people. And I say that in, in you know, <clears throat> more referring to how I help people in all of these ways that you wouldn't even realize are going to be factors. A lot of times people come to me, you know, just thinking about the number on the scale alone and nothing else. And I absolutely love as we continue to work through all of these different factors and all of these different areas of their life that are being affected by their weight loss that are keeping them from losing weight. And we figure out little tips and tools and we kind of maneuver through their mindset and their motivation and their schedule and their routine. A, I get to know people on a very personal level, which is really amazing and really just makes me feel great that they trust me in order to let me into their world. Next, I also then find as we continue to move them along on the scale, we tend to see these amazing changes that are not just the number on the scale or not just the way they look in the mirror. 
most often there are things like, Hey, my energy is up and I'm able to go do all these extra things. We went hiking with my kids. It's awesome. I've never been able to do that over the past 10 years. Or, um, you know, they start to see that, Oh my gosh, my knees were killing me or my back was killing me. And that pain is now really lightened up. Very often I see people get off of medications, whether it's blood pressure medication or cholesterol medication, I see their their triglycerides start to improve as far as the numbers go. Uh, There's so many different things that I get to witness and be part of, and it's just really, really special to me. And I just, my favorite thing I would say is really just helping them find and recognize and see and get excited about all of those things that they just didn't expect. The things they didn't even realize were being affected by their weight and that have now improved because they've gotten that sense of control back. That's the other thing that the number on the scale, neither here nor there. I'm, I'm happy when people are healthy and happy with the number on the scale. The way you look in the mirror, that's just an added bonus. To me, that's like the little icing on top. But to see someone come in and, and meet with me and have this sense of just pure frustration and you know everything I described previously, where you're just kind of feeling overwhelmed and you're, you know, very competent person in all these areas of your life, but just there's this one. And of all things, it's the, it's the thing that affects you. It's, it's the you. It's the one that you are presenting to the world. And it's frustrating that of all the different balls you're able to juggle and, and be amazing with, there's this one that just really tends to be, again, tossed to the ground. And okay, I'll worry about that later. So as I see people tackle their weight loss goals, one of my favorite things is I start to see them gain confidence. And I swear I can just like literally see like it's almost this visual of I slowly see them picking up the reins and now being in control. And I love as I see them gather and gain that confidence and get to where they're starting to feel just in control, totally the one that is ruling their life instead of feeling like they're constantly at the mercy of all these outside factors. That is one of my favorite things about being a weight loss coach. So I digress. I have also been a health and fitness writer since 2004. I have been blogging and writing articles and I just, health and fitness is something that's really a a passion of mine. So that is my overall work life. And as far as hobbies and interests in my previous life, I was a performer in multiple uh, rock bands up and down the East coast. We are, we're just doing, um, cover bands. So I say performer, I was the lead singer, but really I would say jumping around and getting people up and on the dance floor is really what my role was. And therefore that is what I enjoy. Um, I would say it's more of a performing situation. Also, also again, excuse me, health and fitness. I used to be a runner. You can see there, that is me running in my second marathon. And uh, I also enjoy art and writing children's books, which is something I still um, try to keep into my schedule right now with my awesome little sister, Heather. And I will just show you here. There's Heather. There's my adorable little sister. Oh, she was also the one on the first slide. So I forgot to mention that in my work life, when I have uh, my digital marketing company and also Motivation Depot here, it is shared with my wonderful, amazing sister, Heather. She is an author, an illustrator, an artist. She's just fantastic. She's also like ridiculously organized. She is able to take mass chaos and just put it in perfect little boxes. It's 
one of the most amazing skills you will ever see. And that is a big way in which she contributes to Motivation Depot. She helps us, you know, everyone keep on track, keep motivated. She can take like when I have a concept and I just like spit it out and it's just like a ball of spaghetti. She can take it and she can somehow unravel it and make it like a gorgeous printable. She's an amazing graphic designer and you will see some of the resources that we have available in our uh, classes and courses and tools that she has designed and they are just gorgeous. <laughs> I can't say enough wonderful things about her. So that is us. That picture right there in the middle is us circa 1987. Aren't we adorable? Isn't she stinking cute? Oh my gosh. She was like a little pixie. Um, and then this is of course us today. And then here again is Heather and here are a couple of the books available on Amazon that she has illustrated and written uh, the static one. And there's a little surprise in there. I'm in there. It's so cute. Um, and then Warbert the Worry Wart I wrote and she illustrated. So she is just awesome. And if you love her style, definitely keep checking out our stuff and definitely go check out our Etsy store. She has um, all of the graphics that she's designed on t-shirts and mugs and it's just like amazing stuff. I love it. So in my past, that has been all, you know, between weight loss coaching and fitness writing and entrepreneurship. And now today, the biggest thing that keeps me busy are these four little ones. So my family life, I've got one husband, four kids, two dogs, three turtles, one neighborhood cat who has adopted us, not the other way around. And we would probably have a partridge if we had a pear tree. So this is a picture here of my little kiddos, our oldest Declan. Then comes our next little boy, Logan, our little girl, Murphy, and then finally little Morgan. So that is what tends to keep me busy in my personal life. And now you know a little bit more about me. And you can also see that between everything from being young and running around hauling band equipment and running and running marathons and being able to keep my weight on track in those situations, all the way up to having one child and then another and then another and being a mother who's nursing one and chasing another and pregnant with a third. I have not only helped coach people through just about every walk of life, but I have been there myself in almost every walk of life. So that is, again, something that I love when it comes to coaching my clients. I have worked with people, everything from high school students all the way up to my oldest uh, client. She was 96 years old. And it's just, again, something that I find so inspiring to just kind of get to know the person and really understand their lifestyle and understand all of the factors that go into weight loss. So that is a little bit more about me. Next, I want to talk a little bit about motivation itself. So motivation is nice. It really is. It's great to feel that pumped up feeling of like, yeah, let's do this. I've got it. I absolutely love that meme from Ratatouille where he's like, let's do this thing. Like that's like one that I send to Heather all of the time. It's great. It makes things more enjoyable. It's helpful. Again, it makes things easier. Like when you're feeling like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like it's so much easier. It's just easier to tackle things when you're in that state of mind. It also can help your progress move faster, of course, because again, you're, you're pumped up. You're just ready to tackle the next thing and the next thing. And you're like, go, 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 go. But finally, it is not necessary. Now, that sounds a little counterintuitive. Why do I say that? So basically, when it comes down to it, if you think about work, work is a perfect example. While 
there are days you probably skip into work and you're like, yeah, let's have an awesome day. Let's do this. Let's rock this. And you're just like ready to go. I guarantee there's days that you're not. Are you any less effective on those days? Maybe a little less effective, but do you not do your job at all? No, of course not. You still do the actual activities that you need to do. You still get your work done, motivated or not. And I guess you would say that intrinsically or extrinsically, I guess it would be, you are motivated because you're motivated by the fact that you know you need to make money and you know you need to not get your boss mad at you. So you know that you have those factors that are forcing you to do, because why else would you do your job unless you have these, these external motivators? Or again, the internal one of, I need to make money. But you don't have to actually feel that sense of like pure excitement and pumped up, like, let's, let's do this in order to actually do the actual activities of your job. If you are a mechanic, I'm sure someone could put a car in front of you and you could be very frustrated and angry and not feel like doing it. And you'd still get under the hood and grab your wrench and fix whatever it is. And the actual progress would be made, motivated or not. So that is why I say that when it comes to weight loss, while all of the motivation in the world is helpful and awesome and great and wonderful, and it's always good to constantly nurture it, it's not really necessary in order for you to actually see the scale moving. The only things that are actually necessary to see the scale moving are the actual weight loss actions. So that is why... I, first of all, like to uh, remind you of that quote, what's it, the Zig Ziglar, who's like, you know, motivation is like bathing where, you know, it's, it, it goes away. So it's recommended daily. I probably got that a little wrong, but again, motivation is something that's constantly good to acquire and nurture and grab and gravitate towards and, you know, collect, but you don't actually have to wait until the motivation comes for the actions to then follow. In fact, the actions should come first. And the reason I say this is because what is more motivating? Literally, like what else in the world is more motivating than actually seeing the numbers on the scale move? When it comes to being motivated to lose weight, is it going to be more motivating to go look at a bunch of memes or read a bunch of articles or watch a bunch of videos? Or is it gonna be more motivating if you went and got on the scale and actually saw you had this huge jump start. You were eight pounds down. How exciting is that to be like, oh my gosh, like I'm already on a roll. Let me just keep this roll going. So knowing that actual progress is going to be one of the absolute most motivating things I can possibly provide to my clients. That is why I am always a big proponent of let's just get the scale moving. Let's do the actions. Let's implement the plans. Let's start to do the things. Let's start to do the activities, motivated or not. And then we will start to figure out the motivation. But first, let's get the habits in place that are going to help support your actual weight loss. Because as you see, that number actually move on the scale. Nothing's going to motivate you more than that. I am not going to be able to say anything to you that's going to motivate you more than getting on the scale and seeing you've made progress. So my goal as a weight loss it's first things first. I want to get my clients moving. I want to have them start to implement very simple, straightforward, effective things that are going to start moving the number on the scale. And then I consider motivation 
and all of the other things that I mentioned earlier, the time factor and your schedule and your work and your friends and your family and your routines and the people you're caring for and the, you know, all of these other factors that are buzzing around. To me, that's like this giant like ball of twine. It's like a big knot. And it's totally something that we can slowly unravel. But if we can get the scale starting to just move along by implementing some very simple structured things, then we can slowly unravel that ball. But at the same time, the scale starts to move. Now, these things that we implement, again, I call them the big basics. The big basics, because again, the smallest things sometimes often yield the biggest results. So these are the big basic foundational pieces that I always like to get people to implement first and foremost, long before we ever unravel, you know, the secret sauce behind what's going on with your motivation, what's going on with your mindset, what's going on with your schedule. There's so much else we need to work through, but let's first implement these big basics. <clears throat> now, what are big basics? They are simple. There's no complexity, no confusion. They are not time specific. Remember, we talked about the fact that most often the people who are putting off this weight loss goal it's because of a couple different things. And one of those things being your time. Your time is not always your own. You probably have a very busy schedule and there's so much going on that you have to do. And so having one additional thing that's going to take up a lot of time is just not going to work. It has to be able to fit into your schedule and it can't be time specific in that sense. So my favorite things about the big basics are that they are able to just kind of shift and maneuver into your schedule in ways that are just, you know, all these little extra areas that you, the, the ones I mentioned that you might not know what to do with, those are where those can be implemented. It doesn't have to be something where you're setting aside a big four hour chunk of time where you're getting up at 4am and you're working, you know, driving to the gym and working out on the treadmill for six hours straight. That won't work. That's not going to stick even if that's how you got to your weight loss goal, I wouldn't recommend it because then your scale is just going to go back up as your lifestyle goes back into place. So <clears throat> these need to be things that are habitual, that fit into the cracks, and that are modified in order to fit you and your lifestyle. And it's not overly strict. And finally, the big basics are effective. Again, small effort, big results. So drum roll, please. Let me go ahead and I do give all this build up for a reason, not just to make you crazy and make you fast forward through this video, but just to point out that first and foremost, sometimes again, the most effective things are the simplest. And I do think that we are often looking for, you know, like that staples, big red button, like that easy button. And there's just no such thing. But I would say this actually is that, that button. We just don't think that it is because it doesn't feel like that, you know, magic pill that you can take that like transforms you overnight without a single bit of thought or effort. This truly is the simplest thing that you can implement that really takes very little thought or effort. But I think we are often looking for, again, that overnight transformation. And we tend to overlook the simplest things because it is so obvious. Have you ever, you know, watched like a whole TED talk and at the end of it, you come away with the fact that it, it was so powerful and it was so like, you know, just motivating and, and inspiring. But really, when it boils down to it, it was something so incredibly simple. It really always is. The things that are the most effective in our life tend to be the simplest things. 
So again, when you just read another article and you're like, oh yeah, they're that again, and you overlook it and you don't think twice about it, it most often is because it is just so simple that you think it can't be that simple. There's got to be something that is more difficult, more complex, and it's this, you know, crazy Amazon secret guava something or other that, that I'm going to just eat and that's going to change my whole life. When in reality, if you just implement the simple things, those are the secrets. They truly are. I will go ahead and quote Poe here for Heather. There is no secret ingredient. So my first big basic that I always encourage my clients to get started with is water. Now go ahead, roll your eyes as I drink some water. Doesn't it seem so incredibly simple? And how is that going to help you lose weight? Well, let me tell you. So first of all, we know your body is made up of about 60% water. Drinking water helps to maintain the balance of fluids, and these fluids help your body in so many different ways. Everything from your digestion, processing those actual you know, things that you eat, absorption of vitamins, your circulation, transportation of nutrients, helping things get around the body the way that they need to, maintaining your body temperature. There's so many things that water does for you. But there's so many more that you might not be giving any credit to. Water is something that, no joke, like it can make you feel amazing. And I myself have been this person who's always, again, like I've been that person looking for like, what's the quick fix? What's the easy solution? What's the, you know, I, I am the, I'm a very impatient person. So I totally understand that mindset. And I just find it funny. It's like the turtle in the hair where you've got a person implementing these slow basics and they're just plugging right along, getting to their goal. And you've got the rabbit over here. That's just like, okay, okay. I'm looking for something better. I'm looking for something more interesting. I'm looking for something more amazing. I'm looking for that secret, secret, secret. And then you know, they're just zipping back and forth, never actually getting to the finish line because they're so busy wasting so much extra energy. Water is the thing that actually just does so much amazing things for your body. It can help clear up your complexion. It can help as far as, you know, making your brain actually feel like, you know, sometimes you feel like you're in that fog. And I remember one time reading an article about how, you know, water can be more effective in giving you energy than coffee. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Right. So I'm a big coffee drinker, especially since having my children. And I remember one day kind of doing like a mental test and saying to myself, yeah, sure. Let's try this. Okay. So, you know, drink my coffee and I'm like, okay, you know, you like to get that little buzz and you're like, okay, I've got a little energy, but you still kind of feel like a little foggy, a little bit like, okay, like I'm, I'm kind of like deep, deep down tired. And then I remember purely scientific test here drinking a huge glass of water. And then within a few minutes, it's like that fog lifts and you almost like feel a flush go through your whole body. And you all of a sudden do feel that as your body actually gets filled up in all of its cells and the way that it wants to be full, then you start to actually feel amazing. It's funny. I don't think we think about it again, because it just seems so obvious. It seems so simple. It seems so duh that we never really give it that much thought or consideration. But I beg you to please go ahead and try it. Go ahead and drink a ton of water. Like whatever your norm is, double it just in the next couple hours and see how it makes you feel. Yeah, it's going to make you run to the bathroom, but think closer. Think more simple. Think how much energy you have, how much your mental fog sort of clears out 
you don't get that, you know, coffee buzz, which I'm a big fan of, but you get sort of more of like a mental clarity, something where you're like, okay, I'm good to go. Uh, you know, I know, for example, whenever anyone around me says that they have a headache, one of the very first things I say, and maybe you do the same, drink some water, drink some water, drink some water. Very often, it tends to be just that we're dehydrated. We just tend to get dehydrated so easily. Water can help also beyond all these amazing mental stimulation and, you know, all these other ways that it helps just feel good. And I'm sorry, but let me just stop there for a second and remind you that when you feel good and you're not dealing with any additional factors, we listed all the things that are already affecting you. Your time is crazy. Your schedule is crazy. You're busy. You've got so much else going on. You're stressed. Don't add feeling run down and tired and just blah, just simply because you're dehydrated to the mix. Don't do it. Just take that off your plate, drink a ton of water. And at the very least you are feeling super good. And now you can tackle that to-do list with so much more efficiency. And now you have so much extra time left over and you're ready to go. So once again, I get a little off track. <clears throat> the next most important thing though, that now let me get right back to weight loss and be a little more specific here. Water can help control your calories. Why? Because it makes you feel full. Again, this is another thing I have actually tested myself and I find it hysterical that we don't really know this as well as we think we do. Uh, I'm sure you've heard people say, oh, you know, drink a lot of water because sometimes you are mistaking the feeling of hunger, thinking that you're hungry and it's actually thirst. Okay. Yeah. I used to kind of roll my eyes whenever I read that. And then I remember one day I was like, you know what? I'm trying it. I'm doing it. You know, it's things I would like read and speak and say to my clients. And I'm like, you know, let me make sure this is true. And I remember one day just feeling that gnawing hunger feeling. I really wanted a snack. And of course I'm always conscious of my weight. So I'm like, yeah, do I need a snack? Let me try this thing. Well, let me drink a bunch of water. Okay. I feel great. Like I'm not hungry at all. It was thirst. Why is it that we have lived in this body for how long and we don't know the difference between hunger and thirst, but I promise you it is true. And just think about this. How often do you grab a snack, even if it's something that's healthy, even if it's just hundred calories, but if three of the times during the day that you normally would go grab a quick snack to sort of like, maybe you're in that mental fog and you're tired and you're just trying to get a pick me up and you know, oh, you know, let me just eat something like a, it's kind of a little bit of a break to get your work pushed off for a second. And B it's like, oh, let me, let me pick myself up by eating a little snack. If you were to reach for a glass of water in that moment instead, and it satisfied you and you were like, okay, I'm good. And you no longer felt that feeling. And you had that little bit of extra oomph and you had that little bit of extra energy and you were good to go, but you saved yourself a hundred calories, like literally just a hundred versus zero. And there you go. Now, if you do that three times a day, you've saved yourself 300 calories a day. Are we starting to shift the scale in the right direction? Maybe not, but possibly. And at the very least, we're slowing down the game. So that is one way that water can definitely help you. You can very often be mistaking the feeling of hunger for thirst. Now, what are another way that water can help control your calories? There's actually more to it as well. So when you actually go to sit down and eat, when you go to eat a meal, it takes 15 minutes in order for your brain to start to recognize that you are full. So you will start to eat 
and you start to eat and eat and eat. And we know in a 15 minute period, we can ingest a lot of calories. Um, 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 um. You can just keep eating and eating and eating. And then when you finally, I'm sure you've experienced this before where you go from like, oh, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Whoa, okay. I am stuffed. If you have felt this before, it is because you spent 15 minutes continuing to put food in your mouth long after you had enough in your body that your stomach was full or it was ready to be full and it just hadn't finished sending the signal to your brain to say, ding, I'm done. So just the fact that you can slow down a little bit. Let me just go ahead and tell you about this. The water diet. Let me explain. What is the water diet? Again, so simple. It's crazy. So (laughs) The water diet is something that has been coined and it is simply nothing other than drinking a big glass of water before every meal. The end, that's it. Nothing more to it. Now, why is it effective? It is because when you drink that water, you guzzle it down, it's liquid, it gets to your stomach faster. And then it starts to send that signal to your brain that you're starting to get full long before you ever put the first bite of food in your mouth, long before you ever put the first calorie in your mouth. So you therefore hurry up and start filling up your stomach. You hurry up and start sending that signal to your brain that you're starting to feel full. And you, as you start to then gobble up that food, whoops, you stop way sooner. You're comfortable, you're satiated. You can shove the rest of the plate aside and say to yourself, you know what? I will save that for later. That alone is one other way that you can save hundreds upon hundreds of calories. And it's simple. It's easy. It's effective. It's, there's nothing to it. You literally just drink a bunch before you eat. And then you start to hurry up and send that signal to your brain to get the whole process rolling, to slow down a little bit, and then to slowly ingest your food so that you start to feel full faster. And again, this is something so simple. You haven't had to count calories. You haven't had to count macros. You haven't had to sit there and weigh your food on a food scale or anything like that. You literally just drank some water and you helped yourself so much. Just imagine how weight loss would be different if you never, ever, ever got hungry. What would it be like? How different would it be if you never actually experienced the feeling of hunger? If you are to drink so much more water throughout your day, that you help quell that hunger. I'm not saying you're never going to get hungry. Of course you need to eat. But if you help keep yourself satiated, if you help keep yourself feeling way more comfortable enough that you can slow down, take those thought processes, decide, okay, let me start with a salad. Let me fill up on my veggies. Let me slowly get to my meat and let me eventually land on my, you know, starch and, and not in just as much. That alone, just shifting a couple little processes. You haven't changed your schedule. You haven't changed your routine. You haven't changed what your family's eating. You haven't gone off and bought a bunch of diet foods. You've done nothing different except implement more water into your day, which then helped spark this whole trigger of events where you've slowed down a little bit on your eating. You've had a little more mental clarity. You felt a little better. You've literally gotten up and started running to the bathroom way more, and that can get you some more steps in. (laughs) And so there's so many different positive things that can come from simply adding more water to your day. And it meets all the criteria of a big basic. It doesn't add to your time necessarily because it kind of fits in the cracks. You can slowly just add more. And this is, again, where I help my clients. 
I am here to help you figure out how to add more water to your day. And it is something that just kind of fits in between your routine. It's not something where you have to stop everything and set aside two hours of your day. So remember too, that water helps energize your muscles. If you are someone who goes to the gym or does any sort of exercises, your cells literally shrivel up and your fluids are things that help to, uh, you know, keep you from having muscle fatigue. So remember that. And also water again can help clear up your skin. It literally can help you not look like you've got as many wrinkles, because if you think about the fact that when your skin is shriveled, that is when you start to see those wrinkles, but when it is more supple and firm and filling out a smooth, amazing, isn't it? Uh, another thing, if you tend to deal with acne, it can help clear up your blemishes, make your skin look more soft and supple. Why not? It's awesome. Remember too, that water helps to flush out your kidneys. So if you have ever considered doing one of those detoxes, I've tried them. Um, I just want to point out that mother nature already built in a natural detox system into us. We most often though, do not drink enough water to fully take advantage of it. Your kidneys are designed to do an amazing job of cleansing toxins out of your system. I always picture those infomercials where they stick the little thing on your feet and it pulls off all that black stuff, Ugh. but it's just, it's designed to get all of the junk out of your body, but you just have to help your body the tiniest bit. It can do all of those things. It's amazing. Again, it's absolutely amazing. It just needs your help. You just need to put the water in there. That's all it needs. It just needs you to fill it up and it will do the rest. So just remember if you've ever considered doing any sort of toxic flush, start with the simple ones, start with the basic ones, start with the natural one. Just drink some more water. I promise you'll feel amazing. <laughs> Next, remember that water can help you maintain natural bowel function. And if you've ever been constipated, you know, again, that's something that's going to throw your day completely for a loop. It's going to mess you up in so many different ways. It's going to be supported if you drink more water. You are not going to have as many issues with this. So let's recap. Water can help with your mental clarity, give you clearer skin, more energy. It can actually help your sleep. It can help you sleep better, help give you mental focus, help reduce your appetite, and help reduce your calories. So I want you to go ahead and start arguing with me now that I have said all that I've had to say on this topic. Really, it is so much more powerful than you might have thought. <laughs> Please just give it a try. What are you going to lose? I mean, honestly, drink a little bit more. Start drinking a little more every day. If you want to work with me, I literally just coach people on how to drink more water. And we can start to come up with ideas and tips and tools on how to get more water into your day. It is just one of those big basics. It's a foundational piece. Yes, there's so many more building blocks that we can build on top of that. And the motivation piece is going to be the thing that comes next. And we're going to start unraveling that twine ball that I talked about of all of the other little issues that are affecting you. But first, if you get this big basic in place, if all it does is keep you from ingesting an extra three to 500 calories a day, and it slows down the scale from, you know, heading in the wrong direction and it goes slower, that is a win. That is an absolute win. Or what it might do is actually stop it from going up completely. Or even start making it go down. So you're not going to 
lose anything. There's nothing to lose. You can't hurt anything as far as not seeing improvements or seeing some benefits. So I beg you to please go ahead and start implementing this big basic right away. It can start getting the scale moving in the right direction and it can just start to help you in so many other big picture ways. So that is big basic number one. That is the first way that I can help you move the scale in the right direction without even being motivated because you don't have to carve out anything major or excessive into your life or into your lifestyle or change everything. You just start drinking more. It's very simple. Now, what is number two that meets all of this criteria that I have mentioned is criteria in order to be a big basic. Number two, drum roll, please. Walking. Da, 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 da. So once again, go ahead. I'm going to drink some water while I let you roll your eyes. So why do we concentrate on walking? Because once again, it meets all the criteria. It doesn't add a lot of extra time to your day. It is something that you can build into all the extra little areas. I think of it like ice cream. Let me explain that. Anytime when I was a kid, I remember I would eat and eat and eat. And then I would say, oh, you know, I'm full. I'm sure your kids do this too. My kids do this now. And you're like, okay, you know, you didn't finish the last couple bites. Why don't come on and finish those last couple bites? You might have to fight with them to clean their plate. But then suddenly they want dessert. Uh, hello, you just said you were full, but you want dessert. And my argument to my parents when I was a kid was always, oh, I want ice cream. I want ice cream. And I said, listen, ice cream, it fills into the cracks. You know, you don't have to have room at the top of your stomach, like a big set area that's available for dessert. It just trickles down into all the cracks of the food that you just ate. So that was my argument. And that is also the way that I think about these big basics. They are things that trickle into the cracks of your actual natural schedule and routine. So walking is another one of those things. Water is the first, walking is the second. So let's look at this. Walking counteracts the effects of weight promoting genes. Interesting. So a study looked at this and saw that there's obesity promoting genes. And they actually looked and saw that participants who walked briskly for about an hour a day, the effects of those genes were cut in half cut in half. So if you have things working against you, literally deep down in your body, walking can be something so simple that can help counteract those effects. Walking also tames a sweet tooth. So maybe you won't be craving that ice cream that I just got you craving. Uh, again, a pair of studies from the University of Exeter found that 15 minute walk can curb cravings for chocolate and even reduce the amount of chocolate that you eat in a stressful situation. Interesting. So one other interesting thing that walking can actually help you feel like you're not having these overt cravings. And if that alone saves you a couple hundred calories a day, great. And remember the walking itself is going to burn a couple hundred extra calories a day. And I will say too, another thing that is a criteria for a big basic for me is that not only does it have to be effective and fit into your schedule and be simple and easy, but also it has to be something that helps support the overall big picture. And what I mean by that is it actually supports your overall motivation. Now, how does it do this? Well, again, when you're drinking your water, you just feel better. And when you feel better, it's easier to then mentally get yourself into the next stage. Like, okay, I got the basics. Now let me move to the next level. 
when you go and you maybe do add an additional walk, maybe you do squeeze a little extra part of your schedule, not majorly. Again, we're not saying get up at 4 a.m. and race to the gym, but if you are able to, okay, let me just get up and walk, you know, walk the dog or run around the neighborhood just one time. It takes seven minutes, you know? If you actually look and see how much time things actually take, we always think to ourselves, it's so much more than it is. I remember going for walks before and like being like, oh my gosh, that was like an hour. And I look and it's no joke, seven minutes. I'm like, oh, if I don't have seven minutes, like, hello. But after you do think to yourself, like, okay, let me get a few more steps in here and a few more steps in there. And I'm, you're actually paying attention and you're starting to recognize when you're building and growing those steps. Again, even if you're not taking an official walk, but you're just paying attention to your steps. The last thing you want to do is go eat poorly because you're proud of yourself. You're excited. You're feeling motivated because you've done a great job. Woohoo! High five. That alone is something that helps build your overall deep down internal motivation because you are seeing progress and you're seeing that progress before the actual scale starts moving because that takes way longer than you really want it to sometimes. And it's okay though, because these are the things, these are the little dangling carrots that you dangle right here and you slowly move yourself in the right direction. And that is why I am such a big supporter of things like this. Walking can be something that can be fun and exciting, and it can be a fun little challenge that you can add to your day. And I will tell you, I started to be a weight loss coach again, back in 2009. It was before we had these awesome Fitbits and things like that, you know, calorie counting watches, step counting watches. We had to have those little like pedometers that you stuck on your waistband and, you know, they like jiggled and, you know, some people would try to cheat and sit there and shake it and get their steps up. Nowadays, it's amazing. Like what we have is actually at our disposal is shocking, really. You, if you don't have a, a watch or you're not interested in that, you can literally just download a app on your phone. As long as you keep your phone on you, it is accurate it can track your steps down to the exact step. It's, it's actually fantastic. And remember, this is something that you can actually make fun. So me personally in my house, I've got a little Fitbit and I got ones for all the kids and we all kind of have these little steps challenges. I have one, you know, my husband and I, we will go back and forth and see who can get the most steps in a day. And once our eight-year-old son got into the mix, he literally is like blown us out of the water every single day since like we got like really like, oh, there's no way we're going to beat him. He gets like 20,000 steps a day. It's insane, but it can be fun. It can be something where, and this is actually something else that I want to note that something else I love about something that is as simple as this, it's, you know, challenging yourself and, and only like, I'm not a competitive person against other people. I am a competitive person, like when it's just against myself, I don't mind that, but I love the fact that on just any random day, like it's just like any random Tuesday, you can notice that, okay, you know what? Normally by 11 o'clock, I only have like 3000 steps today. I have like 6,000 and you can be excited and motivated and proud of yourself. And this day can be super special for you just because you're paying attention to something as simple and, you know, what seemingly mindless as your steps. And I love the fact that every single day has the opportunity to be a personal best. Like, again, it can just be some random rainy Tuesday or Thursday or whatever day, Monday, and you can actually 
have this own little personal challenge going with yourself where you're just, you know what, instead of emailing my coworker, I'm going to walk across the room and tell her that instead of, you know, asking such and so to grab me a soda when they go downstairs, I'm going to run downstairs and grab that soda myself. Instead of, you know, running the laundry upstairs in like one giant basket, I'm going to take like three loads up and go up and down three times. And you're watching these steps go up and you're able to get yourself in that mentally inspiring place of like, hey, cool. Like, look, look at me. Like I got X amount of steps so far today. Just paying attention to that can be exciting. It can be something that adds a little fun and intrigue to your day. And that's another thing I absolutely love about walking. Now, something else to note, walking can reduce your risk of developing breast cancer. Um, An American Cancer Society study found that women who walk seven hours or more a week that, you know, about an hour a day had a 14% lower risk of developing breast cancer. So something else to note. Also, it can help ease joint pain. A study that was looking at arthritis-related pain noticed that walking five to six miles a week can prevent arthritis from forming in the first place, not just reducing the pain that you are currently experiencing if you have it, but it can actually keep it from happening in the first place. And that is something else to note. When you are moving and you are actually utilizing your muscles, you're getting your blood moving through your body, you are, again, just creating an overall feeling of feeling awesome in so many different ways. And you are, you know, getting that, those great chemicals going in your brain, you're getting dopamine going, you're getting endorphins going. It's awesome. It's stuff that you naturally are creating for yourself rather than taking a pill to give it to yourself. If you saw a a pill and someone told you like, Hey, you take this and you just like, feel like pumped up and motivated and super excited and mentally focused and mentally clear, and it can't hurt you at all. It's perfectly safe. I mean, you'd love to be able to take that knowing all that was hundred percent true. These are things that you can do to get all of those things. And it's simple and it's going to help the scale as well. Remember this as well. So walking can also boost your immune system. Another study shows that uh, those who walk 20 minutes a day, at least five days a week had 43% fewer sick days than those who exercised once a week or less. And to note, if they did got get got, if they did get sick, they actually had a shorter duration of, of problems and symptoms, and their symptoms were milder. So what does this mean? It just means that you are overall keeping your body healthier, whether the scale has had a chance to move just yet or not. When you start to get practicing moving a little bit more every single day, and I'm just saying moving more. I'm not saying running marathons. I am just saying whatever your current state is. Like this is what your body is used to. So for you, it could be 200 steps a day. I guarantee it's not that little, but let's just say it's a thousand steps a day. When you increase to 2000, it could mean such a few little things, walking to get the mail again, walking to tell a coworker something, just mentally keeping it in the back of your mind, perking a little further away, getting a couple more steps here, a couple more steps there. And you've doubled your current step ratio. Your body is now feeling the increase of, you know, double what it was used to before. So remember, you don't have to have, you know, everyone says the 10,000 steps a day. If that is nowhere near what you are able to get, it's okay. You just need to improve upon your current state. It needs to be an improvement for your body. That is what you need to focus on. 
And finally, let's recap again. Walking, it is simple. It is effective. It is low impact. That's the other thing I absolutely love. I do enjoy running. I absolutely do love it, but it was a lot uh, as far as getting, you know, changing into running gear and getting super sweaty and then needing to take a shower. It was just a lot. Walking is something that you can build into the little cracks of your day. And it's not something that's going to take a lot of time or energy. You don't have to take a full shower, hopefully, if it's not too hot outside, if you're walking outside and you can just fit it in anywhere, anytime. It's low impact. It's not going to be too painful on your joints. Hopefully, if they're not too, too bad, if they are, just slowly work yourself up, speak with your doctor, figure out what the best route is. It's also something that is stress relieving. So remember too, that when you get those endorphins going and you get those chemicals going in your brain, it actually counteracts the cortisol, which is the stress inducing chemicals. So the best thing that you can do to fight the bad chemicals is to get the good chemicals in there and just, there you go. Natural fix. Remember, it is also for these other wonderful good reasons that we want to implement these things. It's the bigger picture. Next, it's something that you can actually do with friends and family. That is another thing I love. You don't have to say, all right, guys, you know, I have to carve out this two hour block of time where I go to the gym and I get on the treadmill. No, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about, hey, kids, you want to go for a little walk around the neighborhood? Or, hey, maybe you will go take them to a park and you're going to walk around the park and walk around the playground while they play in the playground. It's the other thing that I absolutely love about these little basics, these well, big basics that I'm trying to encourage people to implement is that they start to get your brain slowly looking for little opportunities here and there in your day. Again, you don't have to carve out like this big chunk, but you start to slowly think to yourself, like, you know what, if it's going to be nice tomorrow, instead of sitting around watching TV after work, why don't we go for a walk at the park? I'm really watching my count, my, my steps right now. Let me get some more in that way. And now your family has benefit, benefited as well. And also you can, you know, call up a friend instead of saying, hey, let's get together for a drink, say, hey, let's get together at the park and we'll walk together. It's something where you can include others. And it, again, doesn't have to detract and have it be an extra ball that you're carrying and and juggling. It's something that you can combine with the balls that you are already juggling. Uh, Another thing, even if your friends can't get together with you, you can give them a phone call. You know, I really suggest getting those headphones that link to your phone and you can listen and you can chat while you're walking. It's another great way to do it. I actually had clients that came up with this idea. I I loved it. They uh, were sitting in traffic every single day. They worked a job that was over an hour away and they were always stuck in, in traffic. So something they would do is they would stop and park somewhere, whether it was, you know, a shopping center or a park or something like that. And then they would walk for like 30 minutes and then they would wait because I know if you've ever been a commuter who's been stuck in traffic like me, there are these like little tiny windows, like you get it down to a specific science. Like I would know exactly like these little 20 minute increments. If I left at this exact time, I would miss all this traffic. If I left at this exact time, I'd be stuck. So I might as well wait till this next exact time and stay at work and get a little more work done because then I would get home faster, even though I left later, like you get it down to a science. So They would literally park their car and again, just walk around a shopping center or they would go to a park and they would walk and walk and walk and walk. And instead of just sitting in traffic, doing nothing, staring at the back bumper of someone else's car, they would get all these steps in, hop back in the car when the traffic had died down, get home at the exact same time. I love it. I just think that's amazing. 
And this is what I mean by slowly starting to think a little more creatively, because as you start paying attention to these things, you start to think along those lines, like, hmm, what are, what are some other things I can do? What are some other ways that I can be creative? And that is just one example. Finally, if you do decide to start getting outside to walk, getting out into nature alone can have just worlds of amazing benefits. Just getting out and having that vitamin D from that sunshine is just can do so many amazing things for you. Believe me, I have actually worked at a hospital in the past. And I, at one point, my office was actually a closet inside the nursing office, which was inside the middle of the hospital, which had no windows. So I was like in a box, in a box, in a box, in a box, in a box. <laughs> and there was two straight years of my life where I didn't see the sun. I would go in when it was dark. I would come out when it was dark. And I remember standing in my living room one weekend, looking out the window at the lawn. And I just remember thinking to myself, that looks so weird. Like my eyes had not adapted to sunshine anymore. They were confused. I felt like a vampire. I looked like one too. It was insane. So the less that you are able to get outside, especially for your job, the more I would encourage this to be something that you work yourself towards when it comes to your steps. Get outside, get out in nature. It can do your body wonders. It can do your mind wonders. And again, this creates that wonderful foundation that we can then build upon and try to figure out all the other things that you can do. But this is an amazing foundation to start with. And finally, obviously, let's just remind you, the more you walk, the more calories you burn, the more you create that deficit calories in versus calories out. And the more you create that deficit and the more that you create a steady deficit every day, the more the scale will start to go down. So is walking going to get the scale moving in the right direction? If you, again, increase it drastically from where you are and you slowly implement a little more, a little more, a little more, and you start to get all of these other benefits of feeling better, getting motivated, getting inspired, de-stressing, getting yourself to where you're proud and you're not going to want to eat poorly because you got your, got your great steps today. You really don't want to undo that progress. You're adding that water. You're burning more calories. Uh, literally too, uh, something I forgot to mention, colder water does burn slightly more calories as your body has to work a tiny bit harder to heat up that water and, and get it processed through your system. Just a fun little FYI. So if all this stuff is happening again, maybe I can't promise that it's going to get the scale rocketing down. It easily could though, but at the very least it will provide wonderful things to you. If the scale is skyrocketing up right now, it will slow that gain. If the scale is inching up right now, it could very easily stop it from inching and most likely start moving it back in the other direction. If you're just stagnant and you're stuck and you start to implement these things, I would all but guarantee it will start to help move it in the right direction. And once again, there are so many other things that we can then continue working on to make sure that it continues to go in the right direction. But this is an absolute amazing start. So I mentioned that there are three big basics. There are three big basics that I always talk to my clients about, and I always get people started on. When I run programs and courses and challenges and whatever I do, I always start with trying to get these things implemented. First and foremost, I explained why, and there is one more, but I actually want to talk about something that is next on the list. As far as something that I really believe is going to help you 
because it's actually more than just adding in these big basics. I am currently running a program that is called the Motivation Mindset Masterclass. And it is designed to help you go from meh to motivated in 30 days or less. And I literally just taught you the first two pieces of the course. In the very beginning, I want to get you drinking more water. Day one, more water. That's what we talk about. Day two, more steps. That's what we talk about. And then over the course of the rest of the 30 days, I am then there for you to help you actually figure out how to get more water, how to get more steps and making sure that I'm holding you accountable for doing so. So this is something that I think is going to help you more than giving you every single big basic that I have and every single tip and telling you every single story from every single client. So this is why I've included this in this presentation as well, because this is the next and the third thing that I absolutely 100% with all my heart believe can help you start moving in the right direction. Join me for this motivation mindset masterclass. What is it? Let me explain. So it is a digital course and I have created all kinds of audio files and videos just like this that help walk you through all of the steps of going from like that, just like, I know I need to get motivated. I know I want to get motivated. I know I need to get on track, but I'm just not there. I'm just not mentally there all the way to that feeling of like, I've got this, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm completely on track. I've got the reins. I am in control of my situation. That is what this course is designed to do. All of these videos and audio files are something that you get and you have lifetime access to. So if you ever need to come back in the future and one of them is just, you know, really something that you feel like you need to listen to again, it's there, it's available to you, but that's not all. So I sound like Billy Mays, that's not all. I know that when it comes down to it, people are going to make far more progress when there's someone helping to hold them accountable. It's very easy to open up a course and go, okay, you know, I'll, I'll look at it and then just forget about it. So I have actually implemented a second piece to this program that I know is going to actually get my clients, hopefully you, moving in the right direction. And that is my one-on-one -on -one attention and support. And I am helping you walk through this course day after day, one step at a time for 30 straight days. Now, how am I doing this? It is all hosted in a convenient little Facebook group. You hop in and you say hello, and the rest is just all on me to help you be guided from that point forward. Day one, I get in there and I talk about the concept and we talk about getting in more water. Day two, again, literally you're, you're hearing and getting an example of what this entire class is. Day two, we talk about how you can get more steps in and we help figure out how to do that. And then from that point forward, we talk about those things as well as the other big basics. And then we continue to go through and then start to unravel that ball. That is when we, after we get the foundational pieces in place and we continue to check on you and make sure that you're keeping those things in place, we then start to unravel all of the pieces of your mind. Because honestly, when it comes down to it, your mind is the one and only thing that continues to control your entire world. And when we get your mind figured out and we get your motivation figured out, you become like all of the clients that I absolutely have been so excited to see at the end of their journey when they are just on track, they are motivated. There's nothing that's going to get them off track because they just feel completely knowledgeable, understanding and control. They recognize when things are getting them frustrated or emotional and they know exactly what to do. So that is something that I would like to 
invite you to join me. So here's a little bit more details. The Motivation Mindset Masterclass is not only going to help you get from myth to motivated, but it's also going to, again, we want to get the skill moving starting day one. And we are next going to, once we start getting that basic stuff in place, as far as the steps, the walking, we are then going to, again, your water, we are going to start identifying your fears and and sort of understanding deep down, like what is holding you back? We really want to unravel and and dive deep into your schedule, your routine, your mindset, your emotional state. We want to help you learn some mental tricks and tips to get you back on track whenever you're starting to get off track, because we want this to be the beginning of your weight loss success story. We want this to be the beginning of a couple years from now when someone's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much weight you lost. You look amazing. How did you do it? This is the story you're going to tell. Hopefully this is the once upon a time part of your story where you say, once upon a time, I took the Motivation Mindset Masterclass with Carrie and I got going and I built in the foundation and then I started to build the extra pieces on top of that and she helped me and we worked through it over 30 days and I just got rocking and rolling and the rest is history. That is my goal for you. I am going to help over the next 30 days and over the next 30 days, I mean, starting on the first of next month and all the way to the 30th of the month, we are going to set up your milestones, set up your goals, make sure that they're set up correctly. We are also going to discover the best activities for you to burn calories and also understand what are your current barriers, help you break through those barriers, find the simplest ways to lose that are personalized to you. We are also going to build your motivational toolbox. You've heard me mention that a couple of times now. My goal is to constantly give you tips and tools and ideas. It's not really about fixing that one particular situation. It's about coming up with a tool or a method or a a process that helps you get through that situation. Because then every time something similar comes up, you are well suited to get through it. You are, it's the whole, you know, teaching you to fish versus handing you a fish. We want to give you that fishing pole. We want to make sure that you are just feeling completely confident and knowing that whatever situation presents itself, you have the tools to get through. You know what to do. You can get your attitude and your mental focus and your shift, you know, shift your confidence back on track and away from that feeling of like, I just don't even know where to begin. We want to have you clear and clarified on where to go, what to do, how to do it, and just start rocking and rolling. So I'll just show you too. Again, it's hosted in a Facebook group. If you're not, you know, the type of person to go in and do the digital tools and you're not really interested in like going through the actual course itself, knowing that you have all that available to you is awesome, but you don't even have to go into the course. You can actually just jump into the Facebook group, introduce yourself, sit back, relax, and then let me guide you. That is what my goal is to just be the concierge that helps guide you over the 30 days and take you from the beginning all the way to the end where you are feeling confident and comfortable and you are ready to rock. So finally, I just would like to point out that I personally, I know that my goal is to help as many people as possible. So while this class took weeks upon weeks upon weeks upon weeks to set up and record and get everything all straightened out. And normally I would, you know, in, especially in my marketing business, if I were to be putting together a quote for somebody and they were to ask how much of all of that time and energy 
and graphic design and everything else that goes into it was going to cost, it would be thousands of dollars. Like no joke. Like I've charged $11,000 before to clients for doing just about this many hours worth of work. However, again, my goal is to help as many people as possible. So what is the price? I'm sure that you are curious. Let me go through it right now. I am running a special and I really want to make sure that it's something that's comfortable for everyone to be able to afford. So normally I was first offering this for $792, just calculating out what it's worth. And most likely, honestly, that's going to go up because again, this is hours upon hours of work. And that is going to be something that is like the baseline price that we're most, most likely going to raise over the next couple months. But right now we are offering it for 50% off. It is just full, just cut that in half, 396. And I also am the type of person that even when I have a ton of money in the bank, I just, I prefer it's more comfortable to make small payments. So we also set it up so that you can make four weekly payments of $99. That's it. It's as simple as that. Four easy payments of $99. You set it up, it debits every seven days, and you start the course. As soon as you sign up, we go ahead and we get you in there and you will be able to jump right into the Facebook group and you will be able to start to say hello right then and there. We're going to say hi. And on the first, we are going to start chatting and talking and moving and grooving. And we're going to start just working through all of these things. So I hope that this is something that interests you because I really believe that it's something that's going to help you get out of that mental headspace. If you are in that original area that I had talked about, just feeling frustrated, always feeling like you're the ball that gets dropped. My goal is to not make you feel like you have to have an additional ball in the air in the first place. My goal is to help you figure out how to take the balls that are already being juggled and let's maneuver in between them. Let's add to them. Let's be creative and let's make it not feel any heavier for you. I want it to feel light and simple and easy and doable. That is my goal for you. So I hope that you join us for the Motivation Mindset Masterclass. It starts on the first. You have until the end of the month. It's like literally midnight is the cutoff time. You want to jump in and, and actually get started now because as soon as you do, you can jump in the Facebook group and we can start chatting and you can get a little extra time and support. So I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope that you've learned a little bit. And at the very least, even if you're not interested in joining us for the Masterclass, which I really hope you are. If you aren't though, I hope that you at the very least today, start drinking more water, start you know, watching your steps and seeing where you are and seeing if you can implement a little bit more each day. You are going to start seeing the scale moving in the right direction or at the very least pulling down from the wrong direction. I promise you at the very least, you will also feel better. And that is something that is so important. I thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to see you in the course. I hope to help you over the next 30 days. I hope that I can inspire you and we can work through so many other things together and I can help you pull apart that little ball and you know fill in those cracks and we can become great friends. That's also the other part that I absolutely love about working with my clients. I love to get to know them and I hope that you've gotten to know me a little bit and I look forward to getting to know you. Thanks so much. If you liked this episode and dig my style, I invite you to check out our website, motivationdepot.net. Here you'll find exciting new motivational courses, resources, tools, printables, and awesome products. Also, you can find out about how you can work with me as your coach. 
Finally, don't forget to join us in our free weight loss motivation Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you there.